This episode is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief. Do you owe the IRS money? Well, listen up. Spring is almost here. That means it's spring cleaning time. And why not start with getting the IRS off your back? Call Targeted Tax Relief right now for a free consultation. Targeted Tax Relief specializes in resolving really tough issues with the IRS. If you are someone who has the IRS on your back because of owed taxes, or maybe you are an accountant or a CPA with clients who have tax issues, I promise Targeted Tax Relief can help. Tracy started Targeted Tax Relief. She's an enrolled agent, and she can directly negotiate with the government on your behalf and work on a debt resolution settlement so you can be done with it and stop worrying every single day about going to your mailbox or answering those calls. Call Tracy and her team at Targeted Tax Relief today. Here's the number, 888-843-4113. You'll get a free consultation and operators standing by 24 hours a day to take down your information. It is confidential and secure. So call now or go to targetedtaxrelief.com. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 111. A night out on the strip with the Backstreet Boys and James Corden. Oh yeah, Bruno Mars was there too. All the funky details coming up. Some big-name chefs are opening new hot spots for foodies. We'll fill you in on all the latest dining destinations. Plus, we reveal the best price for parking on the Strip when it comes to valet and where to get old-school Italian fare with a tropical twist. Wow! Let's get going and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 111. Sean McAllister here, along with Dana Roselli. And you know, Dana, it is uh, that time of year when I think we have officially used up our quota of spring days. Like those nice, mild days that are right in the mid-range. We've used them up, and now it's just hot. I know. We've got a big streak coming up, right? Like uh, high 80s, or low 90s. I look forward to it. It looks like there's a slight teeny little cool down again next week, but that's about it. And then I have a feeling we're just going to coast right into summer. Yeah. Already setting records this early in March, which is insane. Yeah. Is it early in March? What date? No, uh, it's not, is it? End of March. It's late March. (laughs) I know. Early April. The months are whizzing by, right? I tell you what, (sighs) March has just gone by in a flash. Yeah. You know, those social media memories that come up all the time. You and I were just talking about how a lot of the memories are coming up from two years ago this time during the heart of COVID when we were in the shutdown. And when we were home doing those live streams and interviewing people that were trying to sell their products online and people that were trying to help out in the community and making masks. And it's like, wow, I mean, I don't know. It seems like a long time ago, yet it seems like yesterday, yet it almost seems like it never happened, but it did happen. It's a weird feeling. Well, and it's such a, such a, a in opposition to the way the strip is right now. I know. Because we were just out on the strip last night, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, for uh, Silk Sonic mm-hmm. over at Park MGM. And, I mean, the strip was packed. It it's was. It's been packed. But two years ago, exactly at this time, every casino was shut down. The doors were locked. There was were zero cars on the strip. And remember, it was that period of time where people were taking bike rides up and down the Las Vegas Strip because 
nobody could go to work. Nobody had anything to do except take a bike ride on the empty Las Vegas Boulevard. I know. That was, yeah, that was that was a time. And that's when the scooters made a comeback and sure everyone did. was scooting down the <laughs> strip. <laughs> I, I did like one long walk on the strip, I remember. And that was cool. And I was thinking like, this will probably, well, hopefully will never happen again. I know. I <laughs> right? No. But speaking of COVID, uh, we did get a, a press release. We get a lot of the information in the news releases from the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority, and I know people that are going to come to Vegas like to know where does COVID stand in Las Vegas, and just wanted to let you know there's a new central location where you can get a COVID test. It's a testing center. Apparently, it did open in January, but they want people to know it's there and it's uh, operating in full throttle. So if you have concerns or you need to maybe go to a trade show or you're going into a convention or you need to get a COVID test before you get on a plane, right. you can utilize this. And it's at Las Vegas Boulevard and Elvis Presley Boulevard. So it's kind of like right across from Resorts World. Yeah. Yeah, the site that was formerly the Riviera. Oh, okay. Yeah, right next to the new convention center. So it's a centralized location, and uh, apparently it's good access for international visitors who are requiring uh, testing before leaving. Um, they recommend that you make an appointment, but you can walk into. Just be prepared. There might be a little line if you go at a certain busy time. But I'm going to say the website right now for you to make an appointment, and maybe you want to write this down if you're coming to Las Vegas. It's obviously www, and then it's umcsn.com backslash convention. Because this is actually being like um, put on and is kind of a partnership with University Medical Center of Southern Nevada, which is our big hospital here. And the, the test results, you do need to plan ahead you know, for your own agenda, if you are planning to go get those tests, because the results can take up to 24 hours to come back. So just keep that in mind, especially if you need the, the test results for travel. Right, exactly. And then I noticed the USPS, the U.S. Postal Service. Um, so if you're in America, is offering more free tests. So if you have your batch already that came and you haven't used them, we don't know when you might need to use them or maybe you have a neighbor or friend that needs one. I mean, I just went on and ordered more because it's free. Why not? So FYI, they are doing another push for that. If you want to order more, they come right to your house, put them away and keep them for hopefully a rainy day. Hopefully you won't need them. But if you need to go somewhere where maybe even a dinner party or something where people are requiring people to check before they yeah. come over, something to have in the house. So why not? I know we have four boxes sitting yeah. in the drawer in the kitchen. <laughs> So right. we're set. We're but, ready to swab whenever it's necessary. I know, but maybe we'll thank ourselves if some other, you know, I hope not, spike comes about or whatever, and then we have the tests available. Let's hope that doesn't happen, Ugh, please. No, no. Let's let those boxes go stale. I know. All right, so now you know where to go if you need a test in Las Vegas. And you know, Dana, I think all of the, the testing that's been going on has left the door open <laughs> for us to go see Bruno Mars in Silk Sonic. Oh my gosh. What a show, right? Oh my gosh. That was just like the <laughs> most funkadelic, like suave, like sexy... It was an experience I, I was from saying, another era. I was saying I was waiting for the Solid Gold Dancers to come out. Yes. Remember that show? <laughs> well, I think that you coined their dancers, which they didn't really have dancers. But you said that they could be the yeah. Silk Sonic Gold Dancers. Exactly. Exactly. You know what, Sean? I'm going to have you explain Silk Sonic. Because still, when we were going, 
with some friends and we were around people or we were telling people we were going, they're going, well, what's Silk Sonic? And that was something that at first, about two months ago, we had to figure out. Right. I don't want to say it's confusing, but it's Bruno Mars, but they're like, well, I don't... Yeah, so you explain it. You're good at explaining it. So Bruno Mars, he has his solo career as a solo artist where he puts out his own albums, tours on his own, puts on his own residency show here in Las Vegas. In addition to his solo music, Bruno also performs with a group called Silk Sonic with a Grammy-winning rapper, Anderson Pock. They've teamed up. They put this group together. Uh, phenomenal musicians, mm-hmm. singers, just, and dancers, too. By yeah. the way, when we were watching Silk Sonic perform, I, I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God. It's almost like watching, like, the Jackson 5 back in the day. Agree. With the dancing and... I, the micro, the microphone stand with all yes. of them at a microphone stand and kind of moving the same way and sliding across the floor. And it had like the Motown vibe, mm-hmm. but mixed with kind of a 70s sexy yeah. feel, but still very current too. Right. So we were all going in going, well, I don't know all the Silk Sonic music. I know Leave the Door Open. But then we played a couple of songs like, oh, these sound good, but... We all enjoyed ourselves so much. It didn't matter that we did. The songs were just that good, right? Like, I felt like... And he mixed in... Bruno mixed in a couple of his hits. Yep. And Anderson, I think, did one of his, too. Um, Bruno played the drums, the crystals or whatever on their suits, and the silky white shirts, and the gold chains. It was amazing. And, And people in the audience came dressed for the occasion, too. I mean, there were outfits that were right <laughs> in that era of you know the the 70s mm-hmm. funkadelic kind of right. kind of vibe but if you haven't heard silk sonic look up their music on great. wherever you get music and just take a listen it really is great music we we downloaded music on the way home yeah just because we had songs that were running through our heads and we were like this is good. We need it in the rotation. Totally. And Bruno sounded amazing. Just effortless. I felt like it, he was just effortless. I've never seen him that close up. I saw him at the Rock and Rio do like a few songs, but it was a festival ground and I was way back. So like this was, I mean, literally I was looking at him like, it's like no effort. He is just so talented. Smooth as silk. Smooth as silk. <laughs> and we do not have any pictures or video of the show because phones are not allowed, which we're going to go into in just a minute. Um, but that's why you haven't seen mm-hmm. any pictures or videos of the show on our Vegas Revealed social platforms. You saw a group picture of us in front of the sign. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the theater. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, the show was, was really fabulous. First of all, the set's incredible. The lights and the 70s-ish set. And then I love the monitors on the side and then the big screen in the back. So no matter where you're looking, you can see the show the place was packed. It was a Wednesday night at a nine o'clock, which I thought, oh, they're gonna have trouble getting people in there. No, the whole I looked up the whole every seat was taken. There were no empty seats. It no. was amazing. And while you look at these screens, sometimes they take a shot of the audience. They do. And you caught on right away that they took a shot of the Backstreet Boys that were there. Uh, yeah, it was like, hold on a second. Those guys look familiar. That's right? the Backstreet Boys. They were out in the audience. They were grooving, dancing to the music, singing along. Mm -hmm. And then not long after we saw the Backstreet Boys pop up, there was 
another person who popped up on the screen, and it was late night host James Corden. Right. <laughs> and I missed it. I was like, what? And then you showed me where he was sitting. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's James. But yeah, so he was there. We don't know if he was in town just for the heck of it, or if he's doing some Grammy preview stuff, some carpool karaoke. Maybe he's doing something with the Backstreet Boys because they're starting their tour. Could be. Like, could be doing a segment with them because I know they've been in full rehearsals. Uh, Nick Carter keeps showing that on his Instagram the three either at a studio or at his house or whatever, and they have shows coming up at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. So, yeah, so who knows, but they were all there in an area together. Looked like they were having fun and enjoying the show, and, like, why not go see Silk Sonic, right? So we like to say that was our big night out with the Backstreet Boys, James Corden, <laughs> and Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars and Anderson <laughs> Pock. Right. You know, that's it's how a we big hang. deal. That's how we do it. Um, let's talk about the phones, though. I thought yes. that was um, interesting. I've done that before once for Chris Rock. I told you that. And it was, you know, obviously Chris Rock is a comedian where you lock up your phone. Um, and we had to do it for Bruno. It seems like I haven't done that in about three years. So it seems like they definitely have it down where it moved a lot faster. When oh, the I went system. To, yeah, yeah. They just move people through there. Chris Rock. It was all backed up. It was like when mm. they, it was at the very beginning of when they started doing things like that. And the artists started some select artists started to decide to do that. So that was a little bit of a mess that night. This was smooth as silk. It was from <laughs> top to bottom. Uh, and you know, people always ask, they're like, well, is it going to be a huge pain if I need to lock up my phone? And, you know, when you don't have access to your phone, sometimes people go into withdrawal mm -hmm. because they're like, oh, I can't check everything. I can't stay on top of things. What if something happens and I can't access my phone? Well, it's not like it's been poured in a block of concrete right. and you can never and you have to chisel it out. No, it's just in this bag that has like a magnetic lock on it. You can leave your phone on vibrate. So, you know, as you're holding the pouch, you get to keep the pouch with you at all yeah. times. If you feel your phone vibrating and you feel like you need to check it, all you have to do is leave the theater, go out into the casino area. They'll unlock the pouch, let you use your phone, and then you can go back inside. Exactly. But while you are in the theater premise, even in the lobby, you are not allowed to have your phone out of that pouch. But it, you're not completely disconnected from the world. No. And, like, I have a Fitbit that buzzes and stuff when there's a call or something. That's a luxury that I have that I if it went off. Uh, but I didn't get any texts that night, so I was clear. <laughs> Nobody was calling me on Wednesday night after 9 o'clock. Um, but uh, It's because I was sitting right next to I, you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, this woman on my Facebook, you know, I totally get it. She said, it's not for me. I need my phone on in case of an emergency. And, like, I get it. But what I said to her is, is, like, like you can, like you're saying, it's not like it's... You can feel it. Or, um, you know, another point is before we had phones, we all survived and we went to shows and we did things and we didn't have a phone. But I get it. And of course, if your situation is different, you have young kids, you have a father or mother that's homesick, uh, of course, all that is important and you have to make the decision that's best for you. But I think... I mean, the enjoyment of not seeing phones in the air. Yes. And my friend Melissa that was with me said, Do you, gosh, after every song, the crowd is roaring. And I'm like, they are because it's a good show, but also I think because we're focused. And paying attention, we're yeah. We're paying attention and we're like, wow, that was great. I love how that ended. And even before the show started, we sat in there for a little bit. And normally, 
let's be honest, if we were sitting there, me, you, Shane, Melissa, we'd talk for a minute and then we'd probably get on our phones yep. and see what's going on on Twitter. Or we'd check our email or look at Instagram. And because we couldn't, <laughs> I could tell we were all sitting there like, what should we talk about now? Because we had already just gone to dinner. But we were like, okay, hey, have you guys seen Inventing Anna on Netflix? <laughs> and then we had a whole thing. But like, it it helped us like have conversations. It did. It did. <laughs> it did. So that was, that was good too. But yeah, as soon as you leave, they unlock it and you're good to go. It was fine. And I get it. And I don't know, there is a mystique about the show. It's mysterious. people wanting yeah. to go. So it, it could work. could work. It works. Yeah, I mean, it definitely did not have an impact on filling up the theater Mm-mm. on a Wednesday night at 9 p.m. So right. people were still in there. Uh, among the people who were in there, Dana, we saw a lot of kids we did. at the show. Like young kids. Right, right. A uh, little boy right in front of us was dressed to the nines in his so shirt and cute. tie. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And his cute little chubby cheeks. He was standing on his seat the whole time with his hands in the air. He just loves Bruno. What do you think? He was like five? Yeah. Like five, six, yeah. maybe seven. Yeah. Um, He was just on cloud nine being there. And I love to see his energy <laughs> and his excitement for Silk Sonic. He loved it. He, we kept looking at each other. We were like, oh, our heart. Like, it was so cute. It was. That was adorable. There was, when we were walking in, uh, you know, Usher was showing us to our seats. And there was a, a woman who came up to another Usher right next to us. And she said, hey, um, I need booster seats for my kids. And the Usher was like, yeah, we don't have those. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Let's not go to that extreme, so right? So just keep in mind, if you are going to bring your kids to... A Vegas show, um, it's not a Chili's. Mm-mm. They're not going to have a booster seat for your kids. <laughs> Although I do love me some Chili's. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you're going to Chili's, yeah, you get a booster seat. Exactly. But if you're going to a Vegas residency show, exactly, eh, that's not how we roll. Yeah, that's kind of like an adult thing <laughs> designed for adults. Exactly. You want to bring your kids, just realize they're going into an adult environment. Right. But you know, and it was kid friendly. There was it was a very clean show. It was. Right? Yep. Like compared to some there's some people that throw in, you know, an occasional F bomb or occasional risque image that comes up or whatever. And it didn't wasn't like that at all. No, so it wasn't. that was that I was think cool. there was one I think there's one song that is labeled with like explicit lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's the seven 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 right the Vegas song. Of course. <laughs> um but they performed it. I mean it wasn't I didn't even pick up on no. any, any swear words or anything like that. So Me either. Something I did want to mention was, uh, it was my first time being in the theater at Park MGM since it's changed over to Dolby Live. Okay. The new name. Yep. And the new sound system. Holy cow. I am not one that picks up on that stuff too much, like sound quality and all that. But like this show, first of all, now I'm like, okay, I get it. Because I was like, oh, Dolby Live, you know, it's in the name. What does it really mean? But the sound of this show was crystal clear, remarkable. I don't know. It just sounded so good. I kept looking at my friend going, this sounds so good. And then I was like, oh, you know, Dolby Live, and maybe it has something to do with it. But it was, I just loved the experience. That theater, I don't know. I feel like it's a major upgrade. It is. Yeah. It is. And I mean, when the theater over at Park MGM was built, it is still a pretty new theater. Mm -hmm. It was 
you know, designed with some of the latest technology, but with Dolby coming in and having, you know, uh, an entire company that that designs <laughs> yeah. sound environments, right? You know, it's their specialty that only adds to the entire experience and the overall experience from getting in and out of the theater to everything. It was mm-hmm. just so good. The it concert was. experience. The the ushers were all so nice. The it, it was great. Yeah. I love it over there. Yeah, I really, I really did enjoy it. I, I left very happy and telling people about it today. It was, it was great overall. So if you get a chance, go see Silk Sonic. They have another run coming up, I think a couple dates in April and then a longer run in May. Right. And listen, if you're you know, looking for some baby making music, <laughs> this is the stuff that babies are made from. <laughs> Oh man, that's true. It's true. It was great. And that Anderson Pock, he was funny. Melissa was saying on the way home, he was kind of a little bit of a comedian almost, he was. it seems like, right? His actions on stage. Yeah, he was funny. He, his wig that he was wearing, oh he gosh. just kept like making gestures. And it was, they are an incredible showman pair. Yes, they really are. We really are. All right, so much fun there. Let's switch gears to Italy now. We went there for yeah. dinner before. And if you don't know what Italy is, it's almost like an Italian street market that is attached to the front of Park MGM. It's a pretty big yeah, it is. complex. It is indoors, but it's a big glass enclosed building. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different food kiosks that you go to. There's... You know, the steak kiosk, the fresh seafood, the pasta, the meatballs, the flatbreads. There's the Aperol Spritz bar. There's mm-hmm. different wine bars. Uh, they have a gelato stand. They have fresh cannolis. Mm. Ugh, they have artisan <laughs> breads. I'm just getting hungry already all over again thinking about it. Well, and it's one of your favorite places. Cause we've talked about it on yes. past podcasts, but you're always discovering new stuff. And, well, that's the great thing about it is... There are so many things to discover there. Because when you go, you're not going to go and get things from five different kiosks, (laughs) (laughs) from five different food stations. Uh, So each time you go, it's like a new dining experience, which is great. And when we went, it was a beautiful night outside. We were like, oh, it would be great to find patio dining somewhere before Mm -hmm. the show. And we discovered that there is a little wine bar over in the kind of front corner, the front right corner of Italy that has a little outdoor patio dining Mm -hmm. that you can only access from the inside. Uh, And I feel like a lot of people don't know about it. No. And you even asked, like, can we just take our food and drink and sit out there? He's like, yeah, it's just kind of first come, first serve. You don't have to get anything from specifically right here. It's just open to whoever. So we said, Sean, save a spot. So I sat there for a long time with my <laughs> glass of wine. But yeah, it's a, kind of like a little wine market mm-hmm. that's in the in the corner of Italy. And uh, if you sit inside at the tables, you need to order wine from that specific wine bar. But the tables outside, they're open seating. Because of convenience, you just said, I'll order me and Shane's wine and you guys and the me, Shane and Melissa went up to order food and we were in the pasta line and put our order in. 
I came back and I said, okay, we're waiting for our food. Um, how's the wine? You were like, good, but it was a bit pricey down there, which was fine because you loved the wine. Right. You said it was tasty, right? It was delicious right? wine. But yeah. it was $35 a glass? It was $35 a glass. I was like, okay, <laughs> whoa. So I went in on the hunt to find a cheaper wine area, and I did. I got uh, Melissa and I a glass for $15 each. I had a rosé. She had a cab. So kind of a tip to do with that. Listen, if you're into expensive wines, go you know, search for that in there. But if you want something a little bit more reasonable, you can go to... It's available. It's available. Just go to... Make sure you just check the price and go to different spots first. And that's the cool thing about Italy is there's every price point wherever you go. Yeah. And we did check the price on... Uh, because that bottle of wine is for sale in okay. that wine market. Oh. I think it was uh, an $85 bottle of wine. Wow. So... You know, they were eight ounce pour. It was a hefty pour. Yeah, it was a hefty pour. I'll tell pour. you that. But, you know, it's still 35 bucks for <laughs> we, a glass of wine. We ate and we finished ours and we we're like ready for another. And you guys were like still halfway or like we're slowly sipping <laughs> like, There's still $17 <laughs> left in this glass. <laughs> yeah, uh, the pasta was great. They make the pasta. It takes a little longer. So be prepared. To, you have to be patient. It was busy there, uh, and there were lines, okay? So you have to be in the mood to do that. Um, but I was talking to the bartender at the bar that I got the wine, and he said it is busy before shows and before, like, hockey games and big concerts at T-Mobile. But other than that, it's a little bit more reasonable and thinned out. Not The lines aren't as long, and it's not as packed other times. So it depends what you're in the mood for. Right. So if you want to go and hop around and not wait in line, go on a day that there isn't a show or a game. And if you're ready to be part of the vibe, you know, get there early and, and be prepared to wait a little bit. But it is a cool, unique vibe. And the reason that you do have to wait a little bit is that uh, it's not like a, a fast food place where there's a, a big vat of pasta that's already cooked with sauce on it right uh, they're making everything to order it's all fresh noodles the flatbreads are being hand tossed and put in the oven right in front of you yeah as you order it so that's why it takes a little bit of time but it tastes so yeah good we had a nice it's like light the pasta is so light good. isn't it so good it really was delicious mm. yeah uh great time at italy before silk sonic all right, let's talk about some other restaurants now. Yes, Gordon Ramsay is opening his sixth Las Vegas restaurant. It's called Ramsay's Kitchen. It's set to open at Harris Las Vegas coming up this fall. Uh, and it's kind of based on the whole concept is based on Gordon's own kitchen. It's going to mm. have his own, a new twist on some of his signature dishes, um, plus there's like a, a raw bar, there's soups and salad, lots of, lots of stuff. He opened one in Boston and now has one opening here at Harris. Well, we've seen him trend on TikTok when he's making some dishes <laughs> in his kitchen, haven't we? We have. We certainly have. <laughs> so it should be a fun place. Uh, Mabel's Barbecue is coming back. We told you the Palms is reopening this spring, and we'll have more details as we get more details on the hotel resort uh, casino as, as as a whole, but we are finding out more and more about like some of the places that are going to reopen, some of the additions. We told you Ghost Bar will be back. The name Ghost Bar will be back, and that's at the bar that's at the very top with an incredible view of the Las Vegas Strip, so we're excited. Now we've learned Mabel's Barbecue 
is coming back, and that's Chef Michael Simon's restaurant. And it was in the Palms before it closed, so basically it will reopen and still be there. And he seems really excited about it. He was on Twitter. I know you sent him a congratulations. He wrote back. So uh, other people asking about Sarah's, which is if you go into Mabel's Barbecue, there's a door, and you go into this kind of like more of an upscale spot, unlike Mabel's, very different. That's a really cool kind of area, almost like you said, speakeasy Like a secret supper club. Yeah. Somebody asked him on Twitter if that's reopening too, and he said not yet. So it sounds like it will eventually, but for now, we know we're getting Mabel's Barbecue back. Another successful restaurant owner here in Las Vegas is reality star Lisa Vanderpump. She opened a Vanderpump Cocktail Garden over at Caesars Palace, and there's Always. Always. I've never seen it without a line. I don't think I have either. It's crazy. (laughs) People just love it. Well, Lisa Vanderpump and her husband have opened a new spot called Vanderpump à Paris. Over at Paris, Las Vegas, as you might guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is their second restaurant. Um, So, you know, fans of Lisa Vanderpump now have two choices when they come to Vegas. And my friends were in town one weekend and they went and she was there. So they got a picture with her. I think she pops in every now and then. Yeah, she does. (laughs) So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is. That's fun. All right, let's go over some shows that have been announced because there are so many that come out every week. And uh, this one I'm really excited about, Boy George and the Culture Club. Yeah, that's a blast from the past, right? Man, coming to the wind. We already told you Duran Duran's coming. We said that last week. And then another group now from the, you know, kind of UK-born uh, but made it, you know, across the world is Boy George and the Culture Club. And Big in the 80s. I remember watching Boy George on MTV. I mean, yeah. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I do a little bit of my workout to uh, comma, 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 chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. He's got so many hits and... It's going to be great. So they're coming for two nights uh, to the Encore Theater, just like Duran Duran is doing. They're, I, I can't remember when Culture Club's coming. I want to say maybe June. And then Duran Duran is doing Labor Day weekend in, uh, that's in September. So will boy, will boy George be doing all the hits? Well, I don't know. He wrote back our friend John Katzlamides on Twitter and was like, don't tell me what to do. And he said, he'll play all the hits. And he's just, he's sarcastic and funny on Twitter, boy George. Um, he says, uh, my opening line is going to be, hello, Vegas, Liberace sent me. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's called Hello, Vegas. Uh, we arrived by Culture Club and it's June 3rd and 4th at the Win. Another classic band, Dana, that just announced that they'll be passing through Las Vegas are the Eagles. And of course, one of their greatest albums was Hotel California. And that's what they plan to play as they're doing this uh, national tour with a stop at MGM's Grand Garden Arena on May 28th. They're playing that whole album in its entirety. Wow, yeah, I was reading start to finish, accompanied by an orchestra and choir. Mm. Then they're going to have a short intermission, and they're going to perform some of their greatest hits. So this is a concept so I've cool. never heard before for a tour stop. That is just such a cool concept for this Vegas. tour. Very Vegas. I'm. I might need to snag myself some tickets for that. <laughs> also, Aerosmith coming back. FYI, too. The Deuces Are Wild. A show over at Park MGM is coming back June 17th to December 11th with, I think they have like 24 dates on sale. So if you want to see Aerosmith and you didn't get a chance to see them at one of their other runs, they're back. And uh, a little bit sooner on April 23rd, Walker Hayes. Mm. He's the country star who 
you know, popularized the song Fancy Like. Oh, yeah. There was a whole TikTok video. Mm-hmm. Fancy Like Applebee's yeah. on a date night. <laughs> uh, he's playing uh, April 23rd at Mandalay Bay Beach. And that'll be a fun one. I like that the beach concerts are back. I know, me too. You should do a karaoke night to that song. You sounded good singing that. I learned the dance, too. Yeah, wow. So a bunch of friends, we we went to Nashville (laughs) uh, last month Uh and uh, learned that dance because I was like, oh, if we're going to the Honky Tonk, somebody's going to be playing this somewhere. Right. And I need to know something. (laughs) You're good at it. Um, Okay, Uh, Experlesque. They are celebrating 20 years. And, you know, some interesting factoids that they sent along that I was reading. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. But if you don't know, it's a topless review show. And right now, it's currently at the Flamingo Las Vegas. And in honor of their celebrating 20 years of what they call tantalizing tidbits. Oh, uh, is that what they are? Well, (laughs) oh, here are some tantalizing tidbits. Sorry. (laughs) You don't go to the show to see tantalizing well, tidbits? I think you do. I think it's, you know, play on words. <laughs> well, it's uh, funny because when I was reading through, there were a lot of things that I had learned, okay? So first of all, oh gosh, I've been to Exprolex a long time ago. I need to go revisit that show again. But they have performed apparently 10,000 shows since it first opened at the Aladdin in 2002. Wow. I didn't know it opened at the Aladdin. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Over 1 million people have actually seen X Burlesque. And for four years in a row, apparently it's been awarded first place as the sexiest topless review in Las Vegas. So if you're looking for that kind of show, go see X Burlesque on their 20th anniversary year. They get all those awards because they have such good tidbits. Tidbits. You get tantalizing tidbits when you go. (laughs) That's what I get from reading my notes. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I'm always just like, scrap the notes. Let's just talk up. Hey, uh, before we get to tips, we want to let you know what we have coming up next week here on Vegas Revealed. Of course, Las Vegas is always kind of featured in movies and television shows. But how much of what we see is actually accurate? And how does that impact how people view Las Vegas. Well, that's the topic of a conversation we're going to have with Josh Bell. He's a movie reviewer, entertainment critic, Mm -hmm. and he has some interesting insights, Dana. Really interesting. And we were chatting with him about the Oscars. So we wanted to talk to him about a topic related to movies and shows and what's on his mind Vegas-wise. And we came up with this because he's writing an article on it. Uh, So next week, we're going to talk about that. We did the interview already with Josh. Very interesting. So you'll want to definitely get ready for that one. All right. Now our tips. Sean, you teased your tip last week, and you said, don't let me forget, I want to talk about this next week in my tips. And it has to do with an Italian restaurant with a twist. Yes, so uh, the place is called Casa di Amore. It's on East Tropicana Avenue. Uh, It's kind of an older, I feel like it's been around for a little bit. Long time, long time. Yeah, and so it's got that old school vibe where, you know, and they've actually redone the place in this COVID time period. Mm -hmm. We went back in and they rearranged the dining room and have new artwork up on the walls. But it is delicious Italian food. And they have live music in there. They have like the Italian lounge singer 
going on. Because yep. um, here's a little factoid before Vegas really expanded. Um, you know, back in the day when there were like neighborhoods of uh, certain ethnicities, basically. The Italians always lived on the east side of Vegas. That was oh. kind of where, yeah. So I didn't the, know that. So some of the older restaurants okay. are, uh, uh, of it, Italian restaurants are on the east side, like the Italian American Club, Piero's, and then Casa di Amore. And they have, you know, they have their regulars who are in every Friday or Saturday night. Um, it's a great place to go for really good Italian food and, you know, great atmosphere too. But what sets Casa di Amore apart from other Italian restaurants in Las Vegas, out back, you go out the back door by the bar, and it's a full-on outdoor tiki lounge. Wow, I haven't seen this yet. So you go out there, and it if you park in the back parking lot and walk up toward the back of the building, it looks like a big pirate ship. Mm. But you can't even see that it's there from the road. It just looks like, you know, a little Italian restaurant. Uh-huh. But when you go out back, it takes you to a whole other world. We brought friends there before. The drinks are amazing, mm-hmm. and it's just such a fun vibe. So they just reopened the Tiki Bar patio okay. on March 18th. So, you know, now that the nicer weather is here, the Tiki Bar is back open. How fun. And a lot of people don't realize that if you just step out the back door of the restaurant, you have a, a fun kind of an after party vibe. Right. And I bet a glass of wine isn't $35 there. It is not. <laughs> they actually have really good wine on tap. Ooh, I like that. And so it's nice and chilled a little bit, which is great. Yeah. The food's good there. I've only been once or twice since I've lived here. So need to hit that again now that we're working over on the east side more. We will definitely have to hit that up. You'll have to show me what it's all about. And I love a good patio. It's my neighborhood joint. I love it. My tip has to do with parking because it just became, it's just such a popular subject. People talk about it all the time. I actually get texts and phone calls before some of my friends or acquaintances go out and they say, I'm going here. Where do I park and what do I do? I know. And then that's the number one question. I have all the little tricks and tips. So then uh, my friend called me there and she's like, You're brilliant. I did what you said and it worked. So anyway, I'm not going to reveal what that was, but (laughs) I do want to tell everyone about the $7 valet at the forum shops at Caesars because there's a couple different spots to access Caesars forum shops. And there's one that's more like to the front, closer to the strip. And there's a section that they kind of built on to the forum shops, the really tall with the spiral escalator. And there are a lot of restaurants that are popular in there. So sometimes if you are going to go to a restaurant, you might not want to, especially if you're a local, go in and park all the way in the back and then have to walk all the way through. So there is a valet up front, but the best thing is it's seven bucks. And That's I don't, great. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than a lot of the $30 valet spots yeah. now. So um, I'm not sure if a lot of people know about it. I was parked there. I was running late to meet my my cousins that were in town over at Sushi Roku the other day. And the guys were nice. They're like, we're really tight. And I was like, can I please? I'm just, my cousins are waiting for me and I'm late and um, I'm not going to be here too long, maybe like an hour and 15 minutes. And they're like, all right, we're going to squeeze you in. So it was great, but it is seven bucks. You literally like check out on your phone and you can pay with a card or whatever. And even if you wanted to add a tip, but it's definitely a luxury if you're going 
to Caesars and maybe you're just going to dinner and then heading out, uh, I would recommend that spot. So you enter off Las Vegas Boulevard. You can enter from the back, but then you've got to drive toward the front. Right. But enter from Las Vegas Boulevard, bend to the right, and then it's right there on the front right side. Well, and I'll tell you what, seven bucks, that's half the price of even what it is to self-park. Right. So still a great True. deal. That's a great, great tip. Yeah. And tonight I'm going to a Golden Knights game, and I was looking up, my friend was telling me who goes a lot, to look at the T-Mobile Arena, buy your parking pass ahead of time, and yes. go, and yeah, and I didn't realize that. And she was like, and use this one parking garage right next door, it's 30 bucks. And I was like, okay, you know, it gets you right in and out. But I didn't realize, but she said, don't go on any of the other sites. Like, you know, like the ticket sites are a different part. Go to the T-Mobile Arena site specifically. So I went and looked today. And I was like, okay, there it is. So I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we always prepay for mm -hmm. the, the parking. Makes it so easy because you just scan your, your pass Perfect. on the way in. And Love it's, that. They have a, it's a well-oiled machine getting Good. in and out of there for hockey games. They've done a great job. Okay, uh, that's a podcast. Again, next week we will have our conversation with Josh Bell talking about Las Vegas-themed movies and... For right now, we just want to thank our sponsor, Targeted Tax Relief. Make sure you call for a free consultation if you have the IRS constantly sending you letters and it's all hanging over your head and you owe the IRS. Tracy and Targeted Tax Relief can help you out. TargetedTaxRelief.com. Remember that website, TargetedTaxRelief.com. Go there and get all your information. And the number is 888-843-4113. There's somebody standing by 24 hours a day to take down your information, to get the ball rolling on getting the IRS off your back, Targeted Tax Relief can provide you the relief you need. Thank you all for joining us, and we hope you have a great week. Let's get away. Let's get away.